You are listening to the Sacred Geometry Portal podcast, where each Monday musing plus one in-depth interview per moon takes you through the portal to the patterns of nature, the architecture of the cosmos, and the divine language of our minds. Your host, Elizabeth Diane, expands your perception of the world and the awe of creation. With a light heart, she encourages an exploration to find the truth as it is evident to you. Every episode opens doors to self-empowerment, demystifies the power of symbology and archetype, intersects relationships with matter and spirit, then circles back to ground in these seeds of life into the kind of wisdom you can apply to your being, soul, and purpose. Welcome to the Sacred Geometry Portal Podcast. Hello, Sacred Spheres, you radiant beings of light, of divine source connection. <sighs> you may not feel that way. I don't know if that's how you see yourself, but it's just my perspective of the divinity expressed through all of us, through source, creator, whatever term you use that gives us life. And today, a lot of people around me are expressing the darkness they feel that they're in, that they see that they're in. And, um, and some people realize that there's this paradox of dark and light, like we have the mother-father principle of creation that is referred to a lot in sacred geometry. You know, the balance of the masculine and feminine life-giving properties. Anyway, in this Monday musing, I am watching the snow come down, putting another layer of white on the mountain, Mount Shasta. Wow, we're getting a lot of moisture, and it's a good thing. <laughs> I'm grateful grateful for this still of winter to process a lot of the internal uh, musings that I'm sharing with you today. So I just wrapped up a three-part series that actually starts with a um, free introductory workshop on crop circles and then um, we had three weeks after that that we're exploring crop circles and drawing them, um, going through different processes like a squaring of the circle and the pentagram um, and the birth portal, which I've talked about a lot. So that is going to be available on my website um, fairly soon. I'll, I'll send it out in an email and make some announcements when it's ready. But in the meantime, it's available on New Earth One Network, thanks to Lauren Gailey. And um, yeah, just immersing myself so much in this has just helped me really appreciate the bigger picture of life. Um, I had a really rough week this last week. Wednesday, I thought that uh, my heart was going to just 
fall apart. Like I couldn't figure out where this heartbreak was coming from. And then Friday, the floodgates just opened and I had to just let it all out, you know, the emotions and in the practice of sacred geometry, quite often these things are not like incorporated, but I invite this in, there's a human interaction with the spiritual. And so, you know, when I create space for myself to, to work with sacred geometry, um, if I recognize the emotional state of my human experience or a spirit emotion of, you know, authentic joy or ecstasy coming through, I just honor it all and look at, you know, how these patterns might be a part of, of this experience. And so in this last crop circle, we, we worked with, um, the pentagram and, uh, uh the portal, the energy of a, a portal. And, um, I'm going to do another Monday musing where I share an experience that prompted me to call this the sacred geometry portal based on um, a pentagram and not used in a way. I don't have any training in, um, you know, like a, a process through Wicca or, or through, um, and, you know, uh, Freemasonry or some of the well-known processes that might use the, the um, pentagram. And I've talked about this before that, you know, it's been used in both benevolent and malevolent ways. And so I, I don't approach it with fear, but with understanding and curiosity and respect um, for my intentions and um, how it might be used and what portals might be. You know, to me, we access other dimensions, other states of being. I always intend to be um, grounded in in this life and connected to this life and honor my um, sacred space and my sovereignty in doing so. So anyway, that's that's a little kind of um, a sidetrack rant about uh, my own my own thoughts on the crop circle process that we did yesterday. And it was really beautiful. Um, it reminded me of how amazing our minds are that we have ac access to, you know, what inspires me is this concept of many mansions that can be beheld. And I'm, I'm taking the words of Yeshua ben Joseph, um, a.k.a. Jesus, who uh, in the Bible, um, you know, mentioned that he, he's referring to the Father, um, who I mentioned just earlier in this podcast about father-mother principle of creation, and he mentions, um, you know, our access to the Father revealing many mansions to behold. And um, I leave that to you to decide what that might be. And, you know, Yeshua was, was revealing something in his experience. I've had my own experiences in life, and some of them have been what I might think of are these other mansions, these 
um, what in modern times we might call other dimensions or levels of consciousness that may be at different vibrations. And um, it's a window into what we might be beyond this physical appearance and the day-to-day -day experience that involves, you know, our midbrain, our um, fright or flight responses, our creativity, our, um, what do I want to call it, the, the corpus callosum, you know, the, the matter in our brain that, that processes thoughts, and our heart, the energy field of our heart, our intuitive knowing, and on and on and on, our relationship to the bacteria in our gut, all these things are being talked about these days in, in different settings, you know, for the, the spiritual seeker or the, um, you know, the wise ones, the enlightened ones, any range of that, it doesn't matter to me. Um, not trying to see that there's, you know, a hierarchy of beingness. Certainly we all have things to teach each other. And I am grateful for the process of drawing sacred geometry and sharing it with others and hearing reflections of, of other people mirrored back to me as, as, you know, along with what I share. Um, yeah, it was really fun to dive into crop circles. Um, really grateful that I was asked to share, uh, these, these workshops. Um, you know, I receive along with giving and in reflecting back in with the crop circles and, um, being reminded of the phenomena that can happen, um, that these can be messages. And to me, quite often, these messages are very personal. And I know other people are saying that they pick up on messages for the world. And some of them are really clearly um, messages for the world, like the the crop circle. I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, looking at, at references right now. So my memory may not pull up, you know, dates and times of crop circles, but there's some famous ones of um, you know, a crop circle that appeared that seemed to be speaking to the, the, uh, information that was sent out in a, in one of the giant, um, uh, radar dishes, uh, via satellite to whatever might be listening out there. I believe Carl Sagan was involved in this project to send out information saying, you know, here we are, we're this, we're this planet called Earth, three rocks from the sun, and um, we have this DNA life form here, and, you know, here's our code, you know, send it out in a certain code, and then a crop circle appeared in the same code, indicating potentially a different life form. Anyway, that's just one little example. I highly recommend a documentary created by William Gazeki called Crop Circles, quest for truth. And he is an Academy Award um, nominated documentary um, maker, filmmaker, who reviews and, and just in a very unbiased way, um, interviews, <clears throat> excuse me, interviews a lot of people researching the phenomenon of crop circles, like taking soil samples inside the crop circle and outside the crop circle 
and um you know measuring water tables before and after a crop circle appears and looking at all kinds of anomalies that are best explained by you know this being a phenomenon that's not utilizing the technology that that we commonly know of and then hypothesizing what that might be so he's a really grounded solid approach and i had the honor of meeting william in hawaii a few years back um, we got to to house share uh, a place by kealakakua bay and um what an honor what an amazing time to to um do some work together and uh, swim with dolphins with his friend named Micah, who's got some great work that he'll be putting out in the future. I'm really excited about all the connections that I've been making um, that circle around crop circles and sacred geometry and our life here on this planet. So may this Monday Musing inspire you today to maybe appreciate life and maybe reflect on all of the, the synchronicities. Um, you know, I've shared a bit that I'm, I'm looking at or working with a Toltec path. I've been working with a few different teachers who really speak to me. And in this Toltec path, we're reminded not to get caught up in the phenomena. And so to me, crop circles are a phenomena. And I can just be in the awe of them and wowed by them and still realize that there's more to discover. And there's, there's a quintessential nature of who and what we are that's way beyond the crop circles. And I get to play and dance in this field. So, yes, may that inspire you. And I'd love to hear from you. So you can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, my website, Patreon. We can do some work together. And may you know you're loved and appreciated and that you belong in this world, that every little gift that you have is essential in this life. And I will see you here and the beyond. Thank you. This podcast has been a production of Sacred Geometry Portal. Dive deeper into the portal by subscribing at sacredgeometryportal.com. Find opportunities to learn directly with Elizabeth by going to Sacred Geometry Portal on Patreon. Infinite Fractal Blissings, and thank you for listening.